Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul and all of my conversations have been incredibly ins- inspiring, insightful, informative, and we're really close, if not over 200 episodes. I invite you to go back and listen to previous conversations. Each one will edify you. I promise you. I guarantee it. It will. And my conversation today, I know, will be more of the same. I love my guest today. She is my friend. She is an amazing multidimensional sister, just powerful. She is a writer with a dynamic orchestration of talent through life's experiences and her humbled beginnings that ignited a vast creativity. She established a multitude of unique storylines that are captivating and intriguing. Described as an outside of the box author, Her debut novel, Sparrow, The Water's Edge, is the first novel in the Sparrow Mystery series and is an ingenious depiction of the complexity surrounding the human experience of friendships. Her characters themselves shift between the impulse to navigate through life cautiously and its inevitable crash and burn when they face obstacles and monumental strife. Her pure detailed description of the characters and their life's circumstances draws each reader into the web of mystery and suspense surrounding each and every character. I tell you, you are in for a treat with this wealthy conversation because my guest today is so, yes, all of that, so much more than this amazing writer. She is an incredible author and, and you're going to hear more about that. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister, my friend, T.T. McGill. How are you today? I am doing wonderful, Vicki. Thank you so much for having me. Your energy, I tell you, since since day one, uh, meeting you many, many, many moons ago, has just resonated a true sisterhood. And we 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 don't talk every day, but we keep in touch and we make sure that we're all good. And I just appreciate you for that. And I'm so excited to be here on your show today. I am happy to have you here. Listen, we're going to get into... T.T. McGill and and who you are and what you are creating in the world that's going to live long after you are no longer here. Your legacy is already established in the world. How did it feel? How does it feel when you hear your bio read back to you? And this is like a sentence in a three-page bio family. I need y'all to know that. Like what I just shared is just like two sentences of the first paragraph uh, of page three, okay? And you're going to hear more about who T.T. is. But when you hear yourself introduced 
as this dynamic author, writer, storyteller. How does that feel for you? What is that experience like? It really illustrates to me what God can do. And I'm truly humbled. I'm just a, a small town girl from Wichita, Kansas, come from very humble beginnings, both parents, educators, and however they showed me and illustrated to me that I can strive for the stars. And so I'm truly humbled. It's not something, a platform that I stand on and take it lightly. I am honored. And so I I take it with pure humility. And I'm just so grateful for what God has done in my life, what God is doing in my life now, and what God has before me. So it's I'm a vessel and I'm just grateful that not only that he used me, but I, that I listened to how he wanted to guide me throughout my life. So it's, it's truly an honor. Tell us a little bit about who you are as a person. Like, did you always know you would be a writer, that you would have this series of books, that this would be a part of how you show up in the world as a little girl, did you dream, oh, I want to write books? Or is it something that just happened? How did you get here? Well, it's interesting that you uh, asked that question. And I am, I would say more than a writer, I would say I'm a creative person. Anybody, anyone who knows me knows that I'm very, very creative uh, in every facet of my life, um, in my day job, uh, in my, um, the way I navigate through life the way I interact with people. Uh, There's not much that comes my way in which I say, hmm, I can't accomplish this or I can't, I don't even put can't in my vocabulary. I figure out how to solution it. And and many times it is in a a creative way. And so going back to childhood, I would have to say that I was always a crafty type of person. I was a kid that used to journal. Uh, not necessarily keep a diary or anything along, along those lines, but journal. Uh, I didn't, they didn't call it journaling then. It was just, I would just write ideas down, poems, um, that kind of thing. And, but what I, what I will say is that um, not necessarily just being an author, but a writer. I, I, hindsight, looking back, I can see how that's been uh, a part of my journey and a part of my uh, fabric of who I am. Although I never really took it as, uh, something that I would do and manifest into books, uh, uh, stream stage plays, or anything along those lines. But um, I'm creative, and that's just a part of who I am, and I, I'm embracing that as I mature. How does being the creative that you are, and you are, you're masterful with it, how does that apply to what you do every day in, in, in the other spaces? in your life? You know, how does being creative contribute to your success? Well, you know what? I'm glad that you asked that. Um, just for, to level set my uh, day-to-day life, I am a um, in the healthcare industry and I actually work with um, helping the underserved. I'm a physician, um, chief medical officer, and that's that's an absolute honor. Um, there, you know, the creative aspect of that is to uh, definitely uh, figure out how to meet people where they are. And one of the aspects that 
I am truly passionate about is that when we take care of individuals, we don't just need to take care of their disease process. We need to take care of the holistic and what's going on around. If someone if someone has to choose between feeding their family or getting their medication, what are they going to choose, you know? And they shouldn't have to make that choice. So we have, in the company that I work for, have been very strategic to nurture the social determinants of health surrounding the individuals that we serve. And we have been creative in how we in how we do that. And so that's how that applies in my day-to-day life. In my uh, after-hours life as being a writer, you have to, uh, when God gives you a gift, you have to find ways to nurture that. Listen. And I believe... I, <laughs> Say that one more time. Say that again. When God, when God, gives, you God gives you a gift, you have to find the way ways to nurture that, whether that be time, uh, mentoring, uh, taking a class, or, um, you know, establishing uh, a space where you are able to get that, dig your heels in, that quiet space where you actually to learn, learn the quote unquote craft or learn what goes into that gift. It's not something to be taken lightly because the last thing, and I may be jumping the gun on, on going on in, into the next uh-huh, go ahead, question, go ahead. but if you don't, one thing that I, that we have instilled in our son, um, who is going going to high school, if you don't use your, did this all throughout his life, if you don't use your gift, God will take. I mean, it, uh-huh. it, it'll 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 it won't it won't manifest. And you get you're given a gift to actually bless the world. It's not just for you to hold on to; it's for you to bless others. And if you don't nurture that, if you don't uh, exercise that muscle, it will atrophy. It will become um, not as strong as it could be. There, full transparency moment. And I'm I'm not speaking for anyone else, but there have been times when I've had an idea on something and festered and festered and festered for a while and I didn't move on it. And then later on, I see someone else manifesting and thriving. Girl, ain't that the worst? That's the worst. <laughs> that has happened to me several times to your point. I just want to stand with you with yeah. that as a witness that has happened to me. And in that moment is devastating. It it's is. devastating. It's like somebody punches you in the gut. It is. Yeah. It is. It yeah, is. it is. So I want to I want to get to Sparrow. I want to get to Sparrow. I want to get to Sparrow. Yeah. Dr. Sparrow Mack. I mean, are we surprised that the main <laughs> character is Dr. <laughs> Sparrow Mack? How did you get into this genre? Like, this is not the, you know, traditional, I'll say, self-help fiction, memoir, you're in a genre that totally caught me off guard. The whole mystery, suspense, thriller. Right. Like, how do you, what is that about? I didn't even know, like, you know, I guess this is your alter ego. That's just me making an observation. But tell us, how did you get in this world? It's fascinating. Well, you know what? I've always been intrigued by mystery, suspense, thrillers. I mean, just uh, being being a physician, um, having to um, have someone come to you uh, with certain symptoms and signs of 
uh, that they've been experiencing. And you have to uh, go into your um, mental repertoire of all that you've learned within medical school and residency to put the pieces together and come to a solution to to actually help this person get better and live their Uh best lives. That's a part of who all physicians are. Uh-huh. And so, you know, being a child and many, many moons ago and being just intrigued by mystery and suspense, it just, it was a, just another added layer to uh, what I was doing as a day-to-day person. And so I, I am excited about the genre. I love peeling the layers of the onion back I love when people say, I was not expecting that. I love when I'm able to have an individual come and talk to me about the book and actually talk about the characters like they know them. It's just fantastic. (laughs) That's my friend. That's my friend. That's me. That's my life. You know, that's that's how I, when I'm reading books, I literally insert myself into almost like I become that person and I'm walking out or observing, you know, as a witness. Yeah. Following like on their shoulders. So it's fascinating. Why Sparrow? Why, why? I mean, I love the name. Yes. Uh, it means so many things. But why did you pick that name for your main well, character? Well, you know, Sparrow is I, I love I love the um, the song. His eyes on the sparrow um. always been a part of me growing up. My grandmother used to sing it in a choir. It was just, I was always drawn to that name. And for whatever reason that resonated and manifested and bubbled up when I actually thought about the character, I was like, I want her to be strong, Uh uh, dynamic, uh, a woman of many layers, complex. Uh Uh, I want her to be imperfectly perfect uh-huh. in her own right. I want her to be able to uh, dig down into her core and her true grit and come out, of, come out of the flames flying high. I wanted her to be someone that was relatable. I wanted her to be someone that while you're reading the book, you are going to yell at her and say, why did you do that? I wanted her to be someone who all women could identify with and even men could identify with and saying, hey, that's my sister. That's my aunt. That's my mother. Just echoes echoes of so many of the interactions with women uh, resonate so much and are, are the core of Sparrow. And I'm just I'm just intrigued by how she alone has a fan base. And I'm honored by that. Listen, Dr. Sparrow, Dr. Sparrow <laughs> Mack. <laughs> Listen, TT, what has been what has being a writer taught you about you? What a what being a writer has taught me about me is patience, mm. grace, mm. that I am more than enough. And that I am truly blessed. I mean, we we hear, you know, how are you doing? Truly blessed and highly favored. No, we are truly blessed and we are truly favored. We are loved. And so it has really, really taught me and edified those, those, um, those attributes. And it has also taught me about how to really nurture 
yourself. Because so many times we give, we give, and I'm saying we, I mean, because there's more, I I'm, I'm, I'm know that I'm not the only woman that does this, but we give and give and give and put many times ourselves on the back burner. And so we have to work on that. And so Sparrow in this book realizes that she is burning the candle at both ends. Mm-hmm. And so like so many of us. Like so many of us, and there, there, there's epiphanies that occur throughout. Um, she's caught up in a web of different dynamics. I don't want to be a spoiler uh, uh, because I, I definitely want you to, to, to each and every one of you to go out and, and get the book. The book is out, and so it, and the traction is is beautiful. I'm just so grateful and blessed over the, these two projects. Uh, but Sparrow, in the midst of her journey, you see her reflection on the things that she's gone through, uh-huh. the things that she's in and the things that she feels like she has to, to push through to, to get to that next level. And you will see her as a beautiful, beautiful, um, and I say beautiful caterpillar evolving over time into that butterfly within this um, series of books. We all need that inspiration. Yes. We all need that example. We all need a track. Mm-hmm. to follow, to yeah. model, right? Because we tell people, do your work. We say, trust the process. We say all these things, particularly in my world where people come to us asking for support, for help, you know, as with you. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, frequently, I, in my observation, we say, okay, yeah, go do your work. Do your shadow work. Mm-hmm. Heal, heal your trauma, you know, mm-hmm. deal with your wounds. You need to heal so you can move forward. And what's missing, that gap is what you are filling with Dr. Sparrow Mack. And in your first book, Sparrow, The Night Ends, isn't that book number one? Sparrow, Sparrow, Sparrow The Water's Edge is The Water's Edge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Sparrow, The Night Ends is book number two. Got it. And the uh, final book in the series is uh, Chronicles of the Weightbreakers. It's a spinoff of those two books. Right. So let me say it right. So everybody won't be confused because I just like tossed that up and it hit the floor. But Sparrow, the Water's Edge is the first book in the yes, series. Yes. And then Sparrow, the Night Ends yes. is book number two. And then there's a book number three. And you're going to hear in just a few minutes how you can get copies and get caught up before this hits the big screen and, and becomes this. I claim it. Yes, girl. Come on. We're going to see this on the screen. All the adaptations of books now. I totally see you moving into the film space, uh, being, being a screenwriter, getting this done. And I'm excited about that. Share. I want to just pause for a moment. Um, TT, share with us a moment, any moment from any period in your life, a moment that happened in your life that after it happened, you knew you would never be the same again. You know, it's, 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 I don't want to sound cliche, but I would have to say the moment that um, we had our, our son mm-hmm. and um, his, his, he has, uh, he's the third. And um, however, we decided to delineate the, you know, for him from his father's name and his grandfather's name is to call him Rock. Mm-hmm. And 
And that comes from Psalms 18 to the Lord is my rock. And when I, when we had him, it really resonated the miracle of what God can do. And without going into too much detail, he is definitely our miracle baby. And so, um, so many times we are grateful for what God has brought us through. But when we actually see miracles occur, that is life changing. And it really changes your lens. It changes, it changed my lens on how God can show up and shift and make things happen that people said couldn't happen. (laughs) So that's, I would have to say that was the epic moment in my life in which I knew that, um, I was a part of a miracle. Wow. And what scripture did his name, the rock come from? Psalms 18 to the Lord is my rock. Mm-hmm. Hey, rock. I know you're going to listen to the interview. <laughs> so let me give a shout out to the nephew. Hey, rock. Been watching you evolve, rock. Keep being that rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, what is... What is a takeaway lesson without spoiling anything? Share a lesson or two from like share one lesson from TT and one lesson from Dr. Sparrow with people that you've learned that caused you to pivot. We talked about the moment of your miracle child. Share Mm -hmm. a lesson that after you learned it, it caused you to pivot. You know, I will have to say that there's, I, I you know, I'm, full transparency, I can't just pinpoint one moment. There's, there's so many moments. Uh, I think that I have, and I know that some of the people that I've mentored have underestimated their true potential. And so there are many times when we have to align ourselves with God's purpose for us to understand if a door closes, is that really cause for us to pivot or to find a window to to actually go out of? And so I think that with that question, I would have to say that there, there's a multitude, Vicki, of opportunities in which I could have totally given up. I could have totally thrown in the towel, whether uh, professionally or uh, creatively. But there was something, there's something within me that that it's a seed within me. It's it's a part of my core that can't is not a part of my vocabulary. And that's something that I won't even allow. <laughs> we won't even allow our son to even say is can't. Uh, if, if there's, if you're called to something, first of all, you have to vet out, if, is this a true calling of what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this, is this something that I just want, or is this something, a bigger picture of, of my mission here uh, for my, you know, while I'm here on earth? Is this a true calling of what God would have me to do? If it is, God will provide. Mm-hmm. And so I think the pivot to be, in, in essence, in looking at all of that is understanding that it took me a while to get that. I believe I'm, I don't. I don't want to take credit for this. So I heard it in a in a, in a message um, one day. But time means nothing to God. Just because something's not happening right now, it means that it's not that time for it. Mm-hmm. Continue to work. Dig your heels in. 
sharpen your craft, mm-hmm. uh, understand that this is just a season to get you ready for your next season. And so don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Keep pressing forward. You, Each and every one of us has the characters of Sparrow within us to push forward and fly high. Listen, you just gave us three lessons. Somebody did so many. <laughs> Don't give up. Sharpen your craft. Is this uh-huh. a true calling? If so, God will provide what I need to execute it. Listen, see what I'm saying? JT? Yeah. Like the way that, 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 and that is how I'm sure Dr. Sparrow Mac navigates <laughs> her journey yeah. in this amazing mystery suspense thriller book trilogy that you have soon to be a blockbuster soon to be a blockbuster film I would love to see her come to life her story come to life and be on the big screen and I just speak that over this particular um, area of of your your gift to the world as we're beginning to wrap up here um, TT what are you grateful for I am so great. First of all, I am so grateful to uh, God for just sustaining uh, uh, me and my family, um, has hedge of protection around us. His grace, his mercies are new every day. Uh-huh. Um, I'm grateful for health and just, just the simple things. You know, the movement of my limbs, just having a, being in my right mind, having a... Um, full wholeness and and wellness within our bodies. Just, and it's it's during times like this, especially during the pandemic, where one thing that many people have, it's manifested in many people's lives, is just the true gratefulness of, of being there are so many people and I, and we pray and we pray and we, and we lift up those families who have lost during this time. So, uh, you know, the, the things that, that many, many, many moons ago, it seemed like many moons ago, about two years ago, that were just happenstance, like being able just to jump up and do this and that. And now the limitations based on the pandemic. And I, and I'm mentioning this and don't want to spoil the whole thought process of not branding this as a time of the pandemic, but that's that's a, a a gift out of this is it really makes you stop and pause and just cherish and and appreciate everything that you have been blessed with. Appreciation is a game changer. Seriously. Really I know is. we talk about gratitude a lot. Gratitude is good. Gratitude is powerful. Appreciation changes the game. It really does. I think gratitude is inward appreciation is outward facing. Mm-hmm. That That is a game changer. That is powerful. Listen, how can our readers connect with you, get your books, invite yeah. you to speak, have you on their platforms? Oh, how definitely. can they connect with you? Well, I, I thank, first of all, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Tiki, my sister. I'm so proud of you. I can't let this go by without, um, um, saying that and, um, proud of my niece as well and all that she's doing. I just, I am humbled by you even asking me to come onto this platform and thankful, so very thankful 
wonderful. You can go and find out more information about all of the books that were shared, Sparrow, The Night Ends, pre-order Sparrow, or actually order Sparrow, The Night Ends, Sparrow, The Water's Edge, as well as uh, Chronicles of the Weight Breakers, which is a spinoff book coming up soon. Find out more information on www.ttmcgill.com. There's information on how you can uh, contact me uh, to get you to come to your uh, book, book groups and chat with you, as well as be a speaker. I am honored to do so. And more, more so just to check in about some good things that are occurring. There's going to be uh, some momentum and traction in regards to uh, book club, of uh, T.T. McGill Book Club. You can find out information online and, um, at my website, www.ttmcgill.com, as well as Facebook, T.T. McGill, please follow, as well as Instagram, T.T. McGill, please follow. And I'm just excited to continue this conversation in many platforms, whether it's uh, one-on-one in um, uh, talking about coming to speak for your group, as well as talking about many of the wonderful community efforts that are going on within your community. We're going to be showcasing some of that Uh, good, great work and consistent work that helps move the needle on helping our communities on the website as well, as well as on those social media platforms. Go out. If you have not already, go out and get your books. And uh, I will be looking for you because I am your author, T.T. McGill. (laughs) And T.T. McGill, T.T., that's T, the letter T, the letter T. McGill is M-C-G-I-L. Com. I invite you to visit my website as well, vickyjohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky and Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. Go out into the world, live with passion, live on purpose, live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.